The story you are about to hear is true. Only the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Here's adventure. Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West. Aw, just sneak in. Not me. I ain't going to church. No Sunday school today. Good afternoon and welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. Tom Richardson, your host, January the 29th, 2022. Yeah, that's for sure. We are going to talk about a bunch of stuff here on a, it's a Saturday. And uh, things are a little quiet around the house. But... In the world, it's a whole different thing. The other day, I brought up something. I said, uh, you know, and I I didn't see this news clip or post, uh, but uh, I said, you know, if you look at what we're doing worldwide, you know, uh, the things that we get involved in and the Biden administration's playing around with, uh, this whole Ukrainian uh saber rattling the rumor of war kind of thing with Russia and uh NATO getting involved in a to a certain degree and of course waiting for us to jump in there because we fund almost the whole thing but uh <clears throat> I mentioned that some of the things that we're doing all right the sanctions that get declared against Russia now you know whether you want to do it or not I don't care you know it really it really is, uh, it does have some long-lasting uh, aspects to it uh, that we need to think about. But, you know, there's not a lot of thinking that goes on in the uh, District of Columbia anymore because we have a feckless, worthless leader. A guy who, sh- he shouldn't even, he should be out of politics. Made it to vice president and should have been gone. You know, didn't we learn enough then? But I guess not. We somehow got saddled with him as our commander-in-chief. And I'm sure those that that wear the uniform today are saying, you can boot me anytime you want because I don't want this guy for, for the commander-in-chief. The things that we've done, I, I, I saw a thing on the uh, Tucker Carlson show the other day showed a, a, a had his phone in his hand. He said, I just got this tweet or whatever. 
and it, the, somebody sent and said, you know, Afghanistan is the um, the place where empires go to die. Over, and if you don't understand that, it goes through many, many centuries of places that uh, the, the place that empires, you know, the Greeks, the Romans, whoever, would go in there, and it, it would be the end of them. They, you don't win the war in Afghanistan. They know how to live in that land, the uh, Pashtuns and the whoever else, the Northern Alliances and all those guys. They know how to deal with the weather, the, the topography, and you go in there to fight them. The Russians went in there, and what happened? The wall fell, right? We've gone in there, and we've come out finally after 20 years, and we have accomplished very little. And then handed it all back to them, plus, you know, $85 billion worth of military, American hardware, night vision goggles, helicopters, you name it. We left it. <clears throat> so that, that just explains the empires that go there to die. The, anyway, what he had was, uh, you know, we, we just left Afghanistan, the place where empires go to die, and now we're talking about going and fighting Russia in the winter. The Nazi Germany found that out very quickly that that's, the Russians know how to fight in their winter and not very many other people do. It is cold. It is snow deep. You know, you're going to, uh, what are we thinking? Well, we're not. We don't need to think. We have leaders that do that for us, but the people need to stand up and say enough is enough. Anyway, what I was saying, the sanctions against russia bring in a couple of our other uh frenemies to come into the fray by the name of china and iran this article on cnn's website i wonder if they're even you know talking about it january 21st 2022 china iran iran china and russia hold their third joint naval drills in the northern Indian Ocean on Friday, state TV reported. So they're they're practicing war together. Now, you know, I don't make a lot of hay about this stuff. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that go on here in the United States. The uh, Robin Sage, as you if you listen to anybody, is a uh, it's a war exercise. Basically what it is, it's the, uh, our special forces at, uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina get together and it's part of their course of over the years. And they go out in the woods and they stay out there for like 30 days. And, you know, I had friends of mine. I never, I never got to participate. I was there in, in support a couple of times, but friends of mine went out with these guys in small groups and, and they were supposed to be the pains in the neck. You know, they, uh, all my feet hurt. We have to stop and that kind of thing. And these guys have a certain amount of time to finish this course that they put before them. And it's called Robin Sage. Well, it's going on, I guess right now they're talking about it here. A couple of guys rumbling about it and they're, they're ramping it up a little bit though. Now they're, it's, uh, these guys are being trained to go after indigenous personnel. Well, who's the indigenous personnel in Robin Sage in North Carolina is us. 
And that could get pushed forward. Now, I, I honestly believe most troops, as if they've been around for a while, they're not going to go against their own people, their own American people. But there are some who have come out and said, those that don't want to go by the uh, laws or the rules of regulations that get put down by these dictatorial idiots in Washington, D.C., they deserve for us to come in and take them out. Scary talk from people in our unif- that wear our uniform. Um, that's just scratching that surface. You know, that Iran, China, and Russia are a lot closer together than we may want to believe. And if you go to your uh, scriptures and read, you know, Ezekiel 38, 39, you'll find out that there's allusions to those three and Turkey and a few others. I listened to a guy the other day by the name of Cliff High. Cliff High developed a internet mining program. He's a very intelligent guy. He's a lot of times he's spot on. He's not one of those conspiracy kooks that run around uh, saying the sky is falling every five minutes and then nothing really happens. Cliff High. He was on with uh, USA Watchdogs, Greg Hunter. And he made some, you know, they they talked about a lot of things, and they were talking a lot about the mandatory shot junk and uh, what's going to happen in the near future. Now, these are things that are mined from the Internet. Now, when I say mined, he has these programs that go out and latch on to certain phraseology, words, uh, articles, whatever, and bring it all back, and it's, you know, run through the mill and figured out, uh, they can make predictions from him. He's done some really fit, fantastic stuff over the years. Uh, 30 million die off in the next three years, perhaps. Perhaps. That's data mined by Cliff High. 30 million people in the United States, I think that's where he was mining that from, 30 million could die off. Now, they were. that's 10% of 350-odd million. That's a lot of people. Now, what's going on at this present time is, uh, now, I, now I haven't reached out to anybody. I'm, I'm not that much in the know of anyone where I'm at, especially in the funeral uh, home stuff. But there's guys who have talked to their local funeral directors, and they course they connect with all the other funeral directors around their area and around the country and they say that their business is up pretty high now are they saying it's from getting the jab or from getting the uh, corona you know a lot of them they see the death certificate the death certificate always says corona because there's a lot of money in that for the uh, hospitals they get funding for saying coronavirus COVID, as they like to use. Now, the numbers, the numbers are inflated because they count vials and not actual shots. What's that go for? Okay. Uh, I just have some random notes that I took while I was listening to Cliff High. Um, and some other f- people have, have 
jotted stuff down. So if I give it credit to somebody and it's not theirs, and oh well. But here's the thing. We are being told 60-some-odd or almost 70% of the United States is vaccinated uh, or close to fully vaccinated. And that that's where they say these numbers are probably inflated because they're counting how many vials of the goop are being used. Some of them end up going on the trash heap because they've been opened or whatever, you know, jabbed into, I don't know. They've been dropped and broken. They've become uh, inviolable in some way. They are unusable, so they're pitched, and they're counted as used. So they're counting vials and not humans. At least that's the word. So, you know, the actual number may be half what they're saying, about more like 38 to 40%. So we're back down to that number that seems normal. And, you know, a lot of people are afraid, so they have gone out and gotten the shot. And 90% of the people who have taken the vaccines, which are not vaccines, but have gone out and taken them, are afraid. I don't want to get sick. Well, they get sick anyway. You know, I've known a lot of people now in my little area, more than I'd like to admit that I know, who have taken the jabs and gotten sick from the what they call coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. So there you are. It didn't help. Oh, well, they didn't go to the hospital, they say. Well, you know, that could be true. I don't know, but I'm not going to bank on it. I, I know that a lot of people have ended up in the hospital uh, after they took it just by the reports that come through. And these young folks, like I've said over and over again, myocarditis, pericarditis, that kind of thing, swelling and inflaming of the heart. If you get that, by the way, all right, say you're a 17-year-old young man, and it usually attacks the, the boys, the young men. Seem to be the ones it hits. Why would that be? Well, to take out uh, their ability to procreate, for one thing, they need to knock population down. And you can do that several ways. Kill people off, which gets to be messy after a while. And they use wars and everything else to do that as well. Uh, but also, you know, it's it, you start having you know, 10, 15 million people die in a space of a small time, there, there is a lot of questions and a lot of eyebrows go up. So they have to cover it with something else. But anyway, young men, 17, 18, 19, 20, on up to about 30 or 40, those are still the years of, you know, having kids. Well, if they're dead, they can't. Or if they're knocked down to the point where they, they are, you know, using a walker to get around, you know, you can still procreate, I guess. But the thing of it is, is we've got to stop that somehow is how the globalist mentality, the devils really, that look at it. We've got to stop men from having babies. Or, well, they don't have the baby. The women, you know, i got to watch how I say that because now they say men can have babies. Well, you know, these are the people who are telling you that you don't understand and don't trust science tell you that men can get pregnant. Well, I digress. If you're afflicted with myocarditis, from what I understand, medical experts say, you may have a five-year span to live. Within the next five years, you could be 
very well dead from the heart ramifications without you know getting a heart transplant or some other thing that comes along but uh I'm telling you right now uh, uh, uh we are in deep water worldwide not just the United States the whole world mm. Social upheaval may happen. I am not calling for it. We don't want to see it because social upheaval can become very ugly very quickly. Because we've, and we have seen it in 2020, the wonderful summer of George Floyd, we saw social upheaval. Can you imagine? the upheaval that caused that over one guy who got killed or died of whatever causes. Can you imagine when people figure out what these people in power have been doing to them? They're going to want answers. And the answers never come. These people are so, they're so demonic or, I'll just say it. They're satanic. They want that control. They want that power. They want to hold on to it till whenever. Till you really some of them till they die. They want to be in some pedal of power somewhere. And people, once they figure out what they've been doing, especially you know younger ones, and some of us old guys, we're gonna stand up and things get real, real ugly, real quick. They want the truth. People always want the truth. They really do. But the governments have lied to us for so long. In the last two years, they've really stacked one on top of the other. with this, Mostly with this device that they've come up with to control called coronavirus. UK, France, and others are backing off. At this point, a lot of the European nations, I heard the other day, Denmark is uh, saying, okay, as of February 1, we're done. We're not playing the game with masks and all the other junk because we've already proven, "Ah, hey, guess what? Don't work. People still get sick. Now, you can't tell me you wore a mask and you didn't get sick. You got sick, okay? You got sick, and then you can say, well, I didn't get as sick. No, you got just as sick. The masks don't work. We've proven that. It's been proven. And, you know, they, they, at first they told us any mask, even the cloth mask, just wear a mask. You got to wear a mask for crying out loud, get a mask on. Oh, but now, you know, because this, this is from Burks. What was her name? Deborah Burks, the doctor, supposed. The, on the coronavirus task force under Trump, by wearing cloth mask in public will limit transmission. Now they've backed off because the uh, CDC director with the big ears has come out and said, the cloth masks don't work. It, uh, nobody should wear a cloth mask. Only a surgical-type mask or a medical mask. That's the only one. And they don't work for crying out loud because the holes in the mask are too big and the virus shoots right through it. 
But consistently, they told us, you know, cloth masks are fine. Just use them. We don't want you to use up all the medical masks until we can get a whole bunch of them made and then, you know, start selling them to you, you know, big prices. But then, you know, like I say, they turned around. They flip-flopped again. The science never changes. Let me tell you something. The science never changed about cloth masks. They never were good for protection. And they knew it. My belief, and I believe if you think about it, is they knew that people would volunteer to wear a pretty little face mask with, you know, team slogans or, uh, you know, even, I mean, even the ones, I've seen ones that say from these guys that are like King James only, you know, King James only, uh, Jesus loves you, Jesus saves. I mean, that's a good slogan, but you're still going to get sick. But you can get, see, you can sell those at 10 bucks a pop and people will buy them. I want that. Oh, yeah, that, I'll have that on my mat. Or the ones that look like monkey faces and all kinds of Those are actually kind of humorous to me. Um, <laughs> you know, the bottom part of your face takes on the look of a sock monkey or something. And, they're, you know, I never bought one, by the way, just so you know. I do have some of those gator types you pull up. And I liked those because I knew that nothing worked. They made me wear it. Those I could breathe through, so it was very good. And, you know, if you can breathe through it, guess what? They don't work. But, you know, hey, you get if you can get millions and millions of people to put on a cloth mask by, you know, designing it, you know, like Nancy Pelosi with her designer masks that match her outfits. And when she talks, she sounds like she's got more of a mouthful of garbage uh, than normal. That's the thing. It's it to me it is rude and inappropriate for it, us to have conversations through pieces of paper and cloth. It just doesn't work. And these people get on to you see Biden in a snowstorm or whatever stand there the wind's blowing he's wearing a mask. What for? Did you have heart attack or something? Now, those people need, you know, that, that helps. Because when you go out in cold weather after you've had a heart attack or whatever, some kind of issue like that, they say you probably should at least, you know, put a, put a scarf or something around your face. Because cold weather is horrible for their lungs. But, hey, you know. They got them to do all this by, you know, by, you know, you're helping the economy by buying these masks that aren't no good. And then we turn around and tell you, hey, guess what? They don't work. Take them off. Throw them away. <sighs> but people will forget all the things that have been done in the sea of lies that they've told. They've figured out how to lie, cover it up, say, oh, we didn't say that. Even though there's video, they'll say it's taken out of context. You can sit and watch a half-hour video and say, that whole thing isn't taken out of context. There's some weird things going on here. I just say shame on you for trying to subvert us by wearing that ineffective designer mask. The spread is your fault. Deborah Burks or whatever her name was and Anthony Fauci, it's your fault. You told people. You even did it by wearing your own version of the cloth masks. You know, national champions you'd see Fauci wearing all over the place. And then he'd wear two of them. I've I've even seen doctors in their doctor's offices wearing the same, doing the same thing. It's like the masks don't work. Well, that's why I'm wearing two of them. 
So, yeah, they're constantly testing the waters to see how far they can go. Then they'll back off. Then they'll go forward. You know, and they're, they're going to dangle. I, I'm, I'm a, I have a, a feeling these nations that are backing off of the coronavirus mandates that they've come up with, they're going to go back to them. But they need to back off because people are getting ticked off. The truckers in Canada, thousands of them from what I understand, and then their their prime minister comes out and says, oh, they're just a fringe group. Well, he'll find out how fringe they are when people finally get fed up when they go to the store and there's nothing there to get for food. Who is it that brings most of the stuff to the store? It's not a train or a plane. They may be the initial. It's the trucker in the end. And when that trucker says, hey, you're going you're gonna to force this stuff on me, I don't get the jab, so i got to be quarantined. Even if, you're quor- even if you've had it, when you go across the border, you got to be quarantined, sitting in a truck by yourself. It is stupid. But they're showing them, they're saying, hey, we're gonna, we'll just circle the, circle the wagon, so to speak, around Ottawa. And uh, there's, American truckers are joining in. I like to see that. Because I'll tell you what, that's that's solidarity, as they call it. That's people saying, hey, look, those are my brothers as well. I'm going to stand with them, and we are going to show the man. Since Neil Young doesn't want to show the man anymore, he wants to be taken off of Spotify because of Joe Rogan's uh, view on a lot of things. Um, And he has been. I, I checked it the other day. Somebody said, because I looked and one day, it was still all the Neil Young stuff was still there. I checked it just the other day. They're all gone except for some junk that nobody wants to listen to. You know, cut your nose off, spite your face. He's made his millions. He didn't care. You know, he's he's promoted anti-government, anti-this, anti-that all his career, and then turns around and shows you, hey, we're not really the rebels that we you thought we were. And even back in the 60s, people were saying, you know, Dylan and uh, and all these other guys that were, you know, the winds and changes or the, the what is it, the times there are changing. You know, he wrote songs that meant something. And the, the winds blowing and all that. But, hey, guess what? He was making millions when he was writing them because you were buying the songs. Listening to them on the radio made them famous. They're not rebels. They're businessmen. And now they become boobs. (sighs) Once a a globalist get a grab on something, they are not willing usually to let go. This, This whole thing with the sickness and the disease is just one thing. And then, you know, we've talked about the wars that are going on. I believe uh, I go along with some other fellows, you know, look at what's going on in Ukraine with Russia and all the talk, 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 talk that goes out of the news heads over here and try to figure out, okay, what's the left hand's got to figure out what the right hand's actually doing. They are up to some kind of subterfuge because they normally are no matter what. There's something over here that they don't want you to see them doing. And it's hard to decipher what it might be. But, uh, you know, 
they they play the game. It's like a boxing match, you know. They'll come out there, punch, 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 and then cover up and do the dance for a while. You know, the rope a dope is what Ali used to call it. Get up in the ropes and just let the guy pound on him till he wears himself out, and then wiggle around and pow comes the knockout punch. You know, uh, they give away the shots. There's a knockout punch from the pharma guys. They give away those shots, right? They don't. You can go get a free coronavirus shot. It's effective and it's free. But they're getting rich. They're making billions off of these things because the government's paying them. Pukes. Out in San Jose, they're testing the waters with gun control. Uh it's like a fellow and I were talking one day about these kinds of things. And, uh, you know, you could buy guns all day long, but then you couldn't get ammo because uh, the bullets weren't weren't around. You can't go to the store and there was, I don't have any 22s. Oh, no, you got any 35? No, we got any of that either. No 38s, no 357s, no nothing. So that was their, that was a viable way. I mean, you can have a gun if you don't have any bullets. It's pretty much a paperweight or a doorstop. Um, but then now in San Jose, California, they want to tax you legal gun owner will be taxed, but they call it insurance. You have to take out liability insurance. If you own a a pistol or a rifle or a shotgun or whatever, this is going to not fly. Liberal courts will try to uphold it, but, uh, the, Truly constitutional jurists out there, I believe, are going to put this one to bed forever. You can't tax or make me get insured for a, a constitutional right. So, but, you know, look how they do it. They test it in some, you know, moderately sized city to try to pull it off. And uh, if it works... It'll move around, you know, San Jose, L.A., San Diego, San Francisco, Sacramento, Canton, Ohio. Have fun with that one. But see, they already have the federal register on guns so they can turn around and say, (laughs) we know you got one and you don't have insurance, so we're going to come take it from you. Oh, as I speak, as I speak, there's a very good, op, very good chance that uh, a huge nor'easter, a snowstorm of epic proportions, is heading towards the east coast. To, to typically around New York and Boston, Boston uh, Logan Airport's already canceled like two thousand flights. Different uh, airlines there. The article I have right before me, American Airlines cuts 1,600 departures from Dallas-Fort Worth in its March schedule. That's, that's They're just cutting flights altogether right there. Sorry, that wasn't pertaining to the flight, uh, the uh, thing that's coming. But, uh, you know, if you go down through here, we've got, goodness gracious, i got to go a ways here. American Airlines cut DFW. But, uh, there is a big storm on its way. And I saw yesterday or this morning where it was like 
a thousand flights for the all, like United all their flights, American all their flights, JetBlue ninety eight percent of their flights going out of Boston. So if you're in Boston and you're trying to get home, uh, uh, you're not going to get home for a couple days. And you know they're pretty good about clearing runways and get things up and running again. But uh, it's uh, it's it, you know this is a big deal. It hits bomb cyclone. That's what they call it. A bomb cyclone set to explode over New England this weekend. This is going to be an intensive storm that will produce a lot of wind, which raises concerns for blowing and drifting snow, power outages, blizzard conditions in some areas. Now, an airplane, jet airplane, has a... You get conditions like that, it's not flying. You know, all that snow, you just can't, you can't de-ice it well enough. You can't do anything. But uh, even wind alone, if it's, there's a, uh, for each particular plane out there, how much ever weight's on it and all that kind of thing is concocted. And they say, oh, uh, this airplane can only handle 40 uh, not crosswinds or something. I'm just throwing numbers out. And if it's 42, they ain't flying. There, there's uh, a show I watch a little bit here and there. It's called Air Disasters, and they show some some problems where you know they calculated the wind speed and did some kind of mumbo jumbo, computerized and came up with a average, and it was above what that plane could handle. And next thing, it was blowing off the runway and people were killed <sighs> okay new liberal going to be put into the united states supreme court we don't know who she will be but she will be an african-american you know i don't have a problem with that i don't i don't you know i know that he's gonna put a liberal in what i have a problem with is coming out way ahead of the curve and saying when i put somebody in she will be an african-american female it's not going to go to somebody else more qualified. And, you know, hopefully they'll pick someone who's well qualified. But a lot of the people they have on the list are not. And trust me, no matter who it is, it's a Biden pick. It's going to be bad. Because these people don't care. They don't care about uh, what, they're, what they're worth. They're, they only care that they get them in there. Got to get into one I want. Hey, I want you to do me a favor. Open up your Bible if you got one close, or just write this down. We're going to look at something that uh, tantalizes me at the time. We've seen in the last week even a rash of police officers being murdered. This is a preview to me, basically, of things yet to come. And uh, I don't, I'm not calling for more police officers to be hurt. I really am not. But there's a there's a word. Now, if you're King James-ish, only-ish guy, you're going to get mad at me, and I don't care. Because I'm not here to make everybody happy. I'm using New, New American Standard Version Bible. And there's some, I know a guy, oh, that's a perversion. Whatever. 
dude. Do what you want. In the in the King James, Mark, uh, Matthew seven, and verse twenty three says, uh, "Those of you that did iniquity." <laughs> Okay, what's iniquity really, dude? I mean, come on, tell me what's iniquity. Let me let me read this to you though. This is that that verse that people kind of really don't like to hear. I'm going to read a couple of them. Every tree, this is Matthew 7 verse 19, I'm going to read down to 23 about. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then you will know them by their fruits. That's what they say. You can be a fruit inspector. What, what's a guy actually doing? What, what is he performing? What does he do that gets anything done in the kingdom of Jesus? In verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, in your name cast out demons, and in your name perform many miracles? And I will declare to them, this is Jesus speaking, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Now that is not telling you you have to follow the law as the biblical law, the Ten Commandments, the dietary rites, and all the other things that go on in the Old Testament. Notice what he says. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If you're a preacher, if you're a pastor, if you're a a teacher of the Bible, which I profess to be, and I'm not perfect, trust me. I make a lot of mistakes in my life. I do a lot of things I should not do. I am repenting a lot. (laughs) Listen to what he says very closely in this one little shot. But he, this is verse 21, and what we'll say, verse 21b, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father. Now, if you're one of those once saved, always saved, eternal security kind of guys, and, you know, we could debate that all you want to. There's there's a lot of other verses and throughout that that hold that up somehow if you twist them the way you want to. Uh, there's also verses that shoot it right in the foot because it talks about uh, the falling away as we've been known to call it at times, and people don't like to hear about that, but. This this verse, this, he says, he who does the will of my Father. Now, I've heard guys say, well, so-and-so isn't in God's will right now. Now, this is somebody who's been in the church, someone who's, you know, followed the teachings of that particular church or whatever. And then you turn around and say, because they're not doing what you think they should be doing, well, they're not in God's will. 
If you're not in God's will, you're in that list of people who will be the standard for Jesus. And he says, depart from me, you who do lawlessness, iniquity, if you wish to use the archaic English. Depart from me, I never knew you. Now notice, people always say, do you know the Lord? Yeah. I have to say now, does he know you? Does he know me? I pray (laughs) that I'm not just doing something to make me feel good, put me in a position to be with other folks that uh, are in the church, so to speak, or whatever, to be a part of a group. Even though that group has got people who are on the right track, usually. But it also says, you know, there are those who were with us and they were really part of us. Uh, you ever just try to find something and you mess it all up? Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians is uh, there's there's some doctrines that get put together by certain churches. The uh, uh, here you go. I'm not. I don't want to talk about doctrine to this certain degree. Uh, okay, Second Thessalonians. I go here a lot, and I know that those of you who've been around me for a bit know that I do, and I'm going to do it again. We're going to read a good chunk of it. Now we request you, brethren, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, that you not be quickly shaken from your composure or be disturbed either by a spirit or a message or a letter as if it were from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Now the day of the Lord, is that the rapture of the church that they talk about so much? No. Let no one in any way deceive you, for you will not for it will not come until the apostasy comes first, and the man of lawlessness is revealed that son of destruction. I do like how the King James puts it, son of perdition. Son of perdition. Links him right to the attributes of Judas who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called god or, or, or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, displaying himself as being God. That man of lawlessness is going to come someday, and you've been told probably over and over, don't worry about it. Don't be looking for the Antichrist, looking for Jesus Christ. Trust me, that's what we should be looking for, is the coming of the Lord. But he also tells us very plainly in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, there will be this great apostasy, this uh, falling away, this people departing from the faith. Now, it, you can't depart from something that you haven't been to. You can't fall off of a ladder that you're not standing on. If your feet are planted on solid ground, you can't fall off the ladder, right? But once you crawl up on it, You can fall away from it. That's the analogy I hope didn't drop flat on you. I'm just trying to show something. You can't leave ranks of something 
without first being a part of it. Now, study to show yourself approved. I'm going to tell you something. These guys that go off to a Bible college, God bless them for taking the time and spending their money to do so. They probably didn't know anything before they got there. They didn't know how to read their Bible. They didn't understand it. And they come back, and some of them, the only thing they know is what they got poured into their brain because they've been indoctrinated. You can look at the Bible and get your own doctrine and put it together. Now, you got to understand, I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not saying make up things. I'm telling you, you study it, you read it, you burn it into your brain, and you will, I promise you, if you ask the Holy Spirit of the Lord to guide you, to open your understanding to things, he will. But you have to do the work as well. It doesn't just happen. You don't just sit there. You know, this Bible wasn't just written by guys who did automatic writing. For those of you who don't know that, just, there's idiots that go into trances and just write. You know, they they were inspired by the Holy Ghost to write the words that you see before you. Well, they wrote it in Greek or Hebrew and Aramaic, but you get the idea. But they didn't just sit down and, oh, no, it just happened. The things were revealed to them, like the revelation of Jesus Christ, the last book of the Bible. It was revealed to John, and he wrote it. You know, if if they wanted to make it so that we would understand every little aspect of it today instead of, you know, like most of us do hunting and pecking, you know, it would have been, you know, there will be helicopters that look like women's hair that Hal Lindsey came up with. You know, John could have written into the the way into the future. But that, that book was also written for the people of his time. Because what it is is it's a revelation of Jesus Christ. It's not just some scary book of apocalyptic writing, even though there is <laughs> It is an apocalyptic book, am I correct? Yes. The revelation of Jesus Christ to St. John. That's usually if you have a, a Bible that has these little subheadings, it'll, it'll have that kind of thing in it. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Oh, friends, we covered a lot again. I love to talk about the Bible, and I like to do a lot more of it. We will discuss more of this lawlessness. We will. Because it is a very real thing in the world today. As we sit around and watch, we see things happening that we were like, how did that happen? How did we not see that particular deal coming our way? Well, you know, people tell me, you're too interested in what's going on. You don't need to know all that. Yes, you do, because the Bible tells about it. 
It's called prophecy. And you can misinterpret prophecy. Don't get me wrong. But the thing of it is, is if you don't look, you don't try, you, you're not going to learn anything. And there's a lot of stuff that I really want to get into. And soon, me and my buddy Mike are going to, hopefully, Lord willing, open up some things and discuss some things back and forth that uh, I find to be interesting, and he does too, and I think you will as well. They'll either be here on Removing Confusion, which is where you're at today, or they'll be on The World Turned Upside Down, aptly named, or both. I told him, I said, we need to do a lot more together. People seem to really enjoy what we do. And, you know, our opinions are our opinions. Folks, just get out there and enjoy your enjoy your life. Enjoy, enjoy your Bible. Five days, or five... <laughs> Five pages a day, finish it in a year just about. Anyway, I'm glad to have been with you today, Saturday the 29th. Have a great day. See you next time.